can't look. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> Hardwood Boys, episode six. Pretty good. I thought we'd do that again. No, you're doing the intro. Now. Like, hey guys. You said we're we were doing it over. No, 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 no you got that. Okay. We're good. We're still good. We're good. Okay. This, the intro, as in, welcome. Okay, this week's episode. Okay. I thought we had to do that over <laughs> no, again. No, you got that. <laughs> I, I add that in there. Okay. I'll add that. Are you taping now? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. Let's go for it. Yeah. We've got a lot of noise. As soon as Vic holds his stuff together, Paul. <laughs> Vic has lost his mind. We haven't even started the show tonight. I know. There's the chocolate Oreo cookies. Beer and a half. Beer and a half. And then he's sitting here shaking the cigarettes, or candy cigarettes. We'll get a picture of that. Okay. Hardwood Boys, episode six. All right, welcome back to the Hardwood Boys podcast. Uh, we're sitting here on Kennan's Island. Sounds fancy, but it's just his kitchen island. Uh, but it's handmade, homemade. Yeah, I did make it. We yeah, this is out of it, like out it. of some barn wood, so it's kind of cool. Well, we're sitting around my little island, um, and we got Vic, and we got Ben again with us, joining us from the uh, Scuttlebutt's Bar and Lounge. He left for a little bit to come join us tonight, um, and we're glad you're here. So it's Brandon and me with uh, Vic and uh, Ben. Um, Tonight's what do you think question, it's a little more serious. I mean, Bigfoot's pretty serious, and we will get into more depth of Bigfoot because Vic did not tell us anything other than he believes uh, so we will get into that. We'll have a whole episode, maybe multiple episodes on that and adventures. I'm sure looking for Bigfoot. Mine tonight is a serious issue going around. At least it's just starting in Mississippi. Um, CWD. So if I don't know what y'all know about it or what y'all think about it, just real quick, we'll talk about CWD in the state of Mississippi or wherever. I mean, Georgia could have it too. I don't really know if they've had it before. I know other places have gotten it, and it's starting to creep into Mississippi. What do, you, do you, what do you think about it? So we'll go that, with first of all, Brandon. it's chronic wastings disease. Thank so you. That, you that's know about that. All at least. I know of. <laughs> it is. I mean, it, it's it's a concern. You know, they they say that it can't be transmitted between the animals and humans, but who knows? I mean, it could yeah. it, it could mutate at some point. Um, I've yeah. never COVID twenty. Yeah, exactly. Nineteen. <laughs> um, ne- I've never seen a deer with it. Um, we do have our deer tested. Y'all have every one of your deer killed no, I tested? I say every one. But y'all had some. Yes. I've yes. never, yeah, we have not. Have it I don't even know where to go to test them. Well, you can go to any check-in station or um, the game wardens. All, all, all the, so like all the WMAs the will have testing stations, so you'll have to bring basically the head of the deer in. Yeah, I've heard that. I, just test, haven't. I actually, I watched a video on it two years ago. Where yeah. You... You cut them like just below the jawline and kind of flip that open and, and dig out these two little glands. Really? I had to put it in a Ziploc bag and send them off. Really? Yep. Well, isn't it? It's in the neuro tissue, right? The brain, the spinal mm-hmm. cord. Okay. So you could just bring the head in, right? And they can test I it. I, I think they. I think they were concerned that they were going to get a whole lot of heads. Okay. And and having us 
keep all those heads. Cold and nice. Yeah, yeah. so whereas, hey, hunters, watch this five-minute video. It shows you what to do. It, yeah, it, it yeah. wasn't much to. Yeah, I definitely think it's it's a serious issue because uh, my father in law is from Illinois, and they called it the blue tongue up there. Mm-hmm. And I I witnessed it. I never saw a deer with it, but I witnessed going up there and seeing rack buck after rack buck for the first four or five years I went. Just beautiful deer, and then a, a year or two later, you don't see a rack buck anymore. That's for some reason it it just decimated their their. Buck population. I mean, it, it stays in, like it, if if you shoot a deer with CWD and and, and say you you think that deer has it and you don't do anything with it, that area of the ground, yes, the grass is going to grow is now contaminated. Exactly. And if deer walks up and eats that, then that deer's going to get it. That's what I heard too. They they walk because that's what I was thinking. Deer don't eat other deer dead, but the, the it's in the grass now. And then, like, that and, and that's yeah. why they don't want you to do the the corn feeding and that sort of stuff because, because it brings deer together. It, it what's in their saliva. Okay. So when they're eating and they're drooling into that corn, they leave you, and another deer comes and eats it, and that's how yeah. it's transmitted. Okay, so that's why they they want you to do the spread caster uh, deer mm-hmm. corn feeder. Not, so, not in piles. So yeah, it's like acorns. It's spread. Well, out. It's, it's also transporting so deer from state to state and yeah. things yeah. like yeah. that. Right. So that's really the big issue because. Yeah. I think they found every case in Mississippi's come from another state. Yeah, well, I mean, it's bringing the deer in the bones, right? You're not allowed to move the bones. And the deer or the bones because yeah. people bring yeah, deer in for a, a hyphen. Yes. Oh yeah, live deer, property. Sure. So yeah. they'll bring those in that are contaminated. Right. Yeah. And I know. Then, you know, it they, they're going to mix with local population. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it affects elk and it affects uh, white-tailed deer, um, mule deer. Aren't you a zoologist? Uh, biologist, uh, uh, biologist. What cryptologist? Or something. That, that's it. That, that's biologist. There you go. Amateur. Um, I was going to ask Vic how you chose the deer that you would be testing. I mean, it's we've had um, we tested probably four or five just random. I not that that there was any kind of concern. Yeah. It was just a matter of hey, I'm a hunter. Let's be proactive about this. Let's send it off just to make sure because for. My understanding, the deer can have it for eighteen months and, and not show any signs at all. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. yeah. And then when they die out in the wild, and I've seen yeah, videos yeah. of like state troopers or cars that had a video of a deer walking down the interstate, and it and it looks like they call them zombie deer because mm-hmm. it it has no clue where it is, or it's like it's even lost its ability to walk almost. It's it's right. just walking in circles and it's wandering down the middle of a road car comes up to it and it just doesn't know that it's there and it's yeah. just wandering um so that's they're going to get killed pretty quickly by the, the environment they don't call coyotes right. or, yeah it's um, a danger to humans in that yeah context. and then if so, their yeah. bones are exposed to the, the soil there and then the, the grass grows from their bones and that infects enough that's crazy to me that's a that, prion it's the same thing as the mad cow disease it's not yeah, a living it's, thing it's like same, a bacteria or same, a virus same it's just concept. a misfolded protein Really, it's just such a strange thing, and it can't. Deer can get it from eating grass that other deer's bones have contaminated, but a human can't get it by eating a deer. Not yet. Not yet. Or eating the grass that a deer contaminated. Mm -hmm. Not yet. It's strange. It can't. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, that's why all the meat's got to be deboned, especially if you're going to take it Mm -hmm. over state lines and. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, just, but, I, I mean, you're going to, I mean. I don't know how know. we're going to stop it. It's one of those things that I think it's going to just pass through. You're not, you're not going to stop it. No. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, you we're going to slow be, it down. Yes, proactively. But eventually it's going to it's gonna hit all our properties. I mean, it's it's, it's just, there. Um, we haven't seen any cases um, in, at our place, your place, or any, even, in, I think the, the, the cases I looked up, there was, and there was less this year than last year. Like in Delta. There was a few over in like middle central Mississippi over towards the Mississippi like River. Yazoo yes, area. There's a few, like two Panther this year. Maybe. Or maybe zero this year, maybe two last year. And then there was like 14 in DeSoto and Marshall, which yeah. touched Tennessee. So it's spreading from the north and from the west. Well, I, I really do think that the, the spread from the west, I mean, the Mississippi River is a pretty darn big river for that deer to try to swim across with a lot of current. It I is, but I know they can do it. I, I don't know. Maybe not with COVID or whatever this is. CWD. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know that they can swim across the, the Mississippi River. That's a long way to Yeah, swim. I don't know either, but I've seen deer do weird stuff. I have too, but that's a, that's a long ways to swim. Yeah, that's no, a wild. I don't think you could swim across. Oh gosh, no! I, I know I couldn't swim, across, but I'm not a scared deer that fears for its life every well, it's second. Definitely not going to go directly day. across. It might make it twenty well, miles. Well, you, you know when well, they CWD yeah, was they're not scared. Yeah, they're, they're, you're yeah, making noise they and they're still walking right up. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess potentially it could have drowned in the river and washed and over then the bank bones washed up. Yeah, yeah. So transmission. Yeah, could. Who knows? I don't know. Okay, we'll 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 break off of the CWD. Um, and we'll bring we'll talk about that later, maybe with a biologist, a, a marine, res- or not a marine, but a, a resource officer here in the state. We yeah. we we should bring on here eventually. Right. Um, we can bring that up with them, and see what they think and what they know. Actually, because right. we're just saying what we think, and what we've read about. Um, but I would like to talk since we're all we're all about Mississippi outdoors. We are on the coast of Mississippi, which is very different than the rest of Mississippi. We have salt water down here and fishing galore. I mean, we have oh, fishing guides. Salt water. Well, yeah, since brackish water down <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, brackish in the bayou. That's in, in, in the Gulf. Yeah. Yeah. We can get in a boat and go to salt water yeah, pretty yeah. quickly. But we can, uh, we have good fishing down here. And I know the whole state has good fishing, but it's mostly freshwater and ponds and rivers and lakes. Uh, but down here we have very... trout, redfish, flounder. I mean... Exactly, and, yeah, we all, and we all have yeah. stories, or we, 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 you know, we love fishing. We haven't talked about fishing yet, so um, I want to. Whoever wants to talk about fishing or has a story, about fishing. I mean, you you went fishing. I mean, you fed us all dinner two nights ago. Uh, yes, what, I, tell us about I've been feeding about the neighborhood for the last couple of days. We uh, hired a guide who's a friend of mine. He's the what's best, the name? His name is Sonny Schindler. He is um, for Sure Thing Charters is right. the name of the company he works for or owns or works with, um, and he's awesome. If you're ever down here, or ever need a fishing guide, call Sure Thing Charters. Sonny Schindler you should request because he was great with my, my wife, my daughters, um, and we're all fisher men and women. Uh, we've been fishing quite a bit growing up. Um, you know, my kids have, and we love it. But usually when I take them out on a boat, I'm stressed the whole time um, trying to catch fish, and if something gets hang, you know, messed up, it's, it's on me. And um, So this time I decided to take my daughters and my wife out with Sonny to guide, and it's so worth it because I didn't worry about anything. I mean, he brings the poles, he brings the, the lures, he brings the bait, he brings the drinks, he brings whatever you need, and he puts you on the fish. We caught, we came home with, and we didn't leave the bay 
uh, Bay St. Louis. So we where, did y'all, where did y'all fish? In the bay. We fished you by the bridge. give away the secret spots. <laughs> yeah, we fished by the bridge. It was too rough to go outside. We tried Taylor Gene Taylor Reef, which is right outside the train bridge. And uh, we didn't catch anything in like 20 minutes. And we took off and came back inside because my wife does not like uh, being in Oh, yeah. She's got more emotions. Yeah, so we, we started by one of the bridges. One of my, uh, Michaela caught a trout. Nice trout. And then after about 15, 20 minutes, we moved to the grass beds in the back of the bay. And we would hit, you know, here and there on the grass beds. And uh, we caught a couple, Michaela caught another trout. Then my other daughter, Georgia, caught a flounder. Then my wife caught a flounder, bouncing around. And then finally, we hit a spot where redfish galore. What were you using for bait? Croakers. We had live croakers and live shrimp. How big were the Kroger's? A little tiny. Okay. A little, you know, maybe yeah. two inches long. And we went with him, was it last year? We did. With Kroger's and, oh, we, yeah. we tore him up. We did. We had Jeff in Louisiana. But. Yeah, we had, Ben was with us. Yeah. yeah. You came? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ben and Travis. We got up by the no yeah. that day. Yeah. 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 Bugs, were, bugs were a little bad. <laughs> Sorry. You weren't drinking with us that night when I invited everybody because we ended up with five people on the boat. Yeah. Plus him, yeah. which he doesn't take that many people on his boat. Yeah. But we still had no problem whatsoever. No, no, no. It, it was it was great. And, and, and he wrote an article up. about it. Did y'all yeah. read the article he wrote? Yeah, absolutely. Because we all survived the day and it worked out. We got our limited redfish. <laughs> I think we crossed the line once. Nope. No, it was a great day. So, Brandon, what about you? When was the last time you went? Um, so I went, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. We went kayak fishing, didn't catch anything. But Yeah, you and I went. We went around the harbor. Yeah, didn't, didn't catch anything again. That's why yeah. I hired Sonny. I know. Because I figured he'd put us on yeah. fish. So. But I, I was just taking my daughter out for the day, so we were basically oh, yeah, just paddling you, around. Yeah, so it was not was an ideal weekend, I guess. The, every single boat. Oh, you went on a busy weekend. Yeah. yeah. And two, I mean, our, our weekend weather hasn't. I mean, outside of Sunday for the last month, it's just been windy been, and rainy. It's been, been conducive to it. But it's been boating weather like crazy around oh, here. Yeah. Like people have been out on their boats. Um, like crazy. So, but yeah, that's not fishing, right? When, when yeah. people are running around on their jet skis and boats, and you're in a kayak with your daughter. Yeah. I was, yeah. As soon as y'all went around that corner, I, I was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of boats out here. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I felt bad for y'all. No, it was all right. We had a good time. Fun. Yeah, I, I think on the water, enjoying the day. The, the last time I was in salt water was two weekends ago. Uh, ben and I, we went. To, <laughs> we went to go floundering. I mean, I was there. we're. I'm driving down the beach at five o'clock, and I mean it's flat calm. And I, I was like, "Hey Ben, you want to go flounder?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "Man, I think it's gonna be a great night tonight." And we got out there, and it looked like chocolate milk. We did hot. I mean, you couldn't see six inches. That's it, it was, probably the muddiest I've ever seen it down there. <laughs> you couldn't see your feet in in two inches of water. It, it was bad. It was real bad. Um, me, me personally, though. I have been um, really bass fishing, so you know, and at our camp or you know, uh, with my buddy D up in at Wind Dance, or he lives at Robinwood, and we yeah. we've done we've caught some nice fish. You do more freshwater fishing than I do. You yeah. seem to like the crappie or crappie. How do you, what are you supposed to crappie. say? Crappie. Okay, crappie. I call them crappie. Um, but they they're fun to catch. Yeah, and they, they, they are. And and we go out. You know, we we. Put out Christmas trees, you know, because that's that's a good, you know, reef, artificial reef for, mm-hmm. for the crappie, for the for the 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 baby bluegill and the stuff that the crappie are going to eat. Um, and we just go there and we'll jig for them, we'll catch them, we catch two pounders. Yeah, um, where we go, I mean, that's that's a that's a nice. 
you know, I mean, not every one of them is two pounds. Yeah. You know, they're all probably closer to a pound, pound and a half. Um, but I mean, those they're nice, nice. Yeah, you got and, some nice fish in your lake. And yeah. then bass, you yeah. know, we we've been B and I have been been catching some nice bass. Um, in your thirty-three acre lake? No, that's that, really. I haven't <laughs> gone to the camp. I think I'm going to go up to the camp in two weekends and and prep for dove season. So I'll probably get it. You're going to throw some crap corn out, burn the head. Way, way too early for that. So, um, but yeah, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll go fishing. I know um, two years ago, two summers ago, Brandon and I were up there, and and I I landed a couple of seven pounders five minutes apart. Uh, in, in a, yeah, in, up at our camp on, on a little frog, a top water frog, and I mean it was. I caught one. That's celebrated top water. Yes. Hit top water. That is my that, that is, is my fun. favorite way to fish, even in, in the Gulf. Like you know, out yeah, of, trout will hit the top yes. water. Yeah, on a flat day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it doesn't even have to be flat. Really? Yeah, we'll go out to to Cat Island, like yeah. on, on the southwest side, on the south side of Cat Island, mm-hmm. and and fish the grass beds out there with. And I'm talking about at daybreak, and we did this yeah. religiously every single weekend. Daybreak, top <laughs> dog is is my that's my my bait of choice. And when you pop it and it turns, it, yeah, it it, it, it's called walking the dog, and it just goes across the top. Years, year spooks is what I used to use for bass and pop. You let that big yellow mouth come up out there, and you know it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot of fun. You have it on a popping cork or just a leader, just straight side. It stays on top. It's it's right there. It floats, and you you're you're reeling slowly as you're popping the the, your rod, and it's just it goes side to side. And and, I mean they come up on it's it's really fun on on the calm days because you can see them coming up. But I mean you can catch them in chop, and it, it doesn't matter. Hmm. But you need to be it's out there be early at daybreak, at daybreak. And, yeah. and it's going to happen. The sun comes up. It'll stay on until about eight thirty, and then you have to go to a Cajun Thunder Court. You do the popping over the grass beds out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just to, and then you know at, at about eight thirty it turns off, and then yeah. then at that point you're looking for the, the birds diving, you know, finding a bait, and then you just go ease up onto that with you know Cajun Thunder two foot leader and whatever kind of you know, plastic you want to throw, you know, the Texas avocado or DOA shrimp or whatever. Man, I just name yeah, crazy for, shit. Yeah, for me, I'm just catching catfish. <laughs> you don't you have a catfish story? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm the catfish king, so yeah. I, I can catch catfish with anything, <laughs> Inclu- including my leg. And, and catfish are good to eat. We're not yeah. saying that they're not. Yeah. We do eat them around here. Yeah. But usually it's trout. And yeah, I mean, I've caught some seven, eight pound calf toff catfish here. Uh, in the same, you know, you know, when you got the bait fish going with all the birds flying, yeah. And, you know, oh, no, yeah, you go in there, and, you, you can eat. And I caught that on plastic. I, I'm not gonna eat a, a hard head. Um, no, they, yeah, you don't. Slimy one. They say that. I don't. I've never eaten one, so I don't know. I'm not eating. I'm eating the gaff. How is it compared to like a blue or a channel cat? Is it about the same? If you fry it, you can't tell the difference. Well, you can fry just about anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the master of frying. I fry everything. <laughs> Even though the fish I cooked the other night, I didn't fry a bit of it. I grilled Real. all of it, and that was the best fish I've yes. ever cooked in my life. But I, mean, I, fish, I got like great. pound fillets off of that. Wow. You know, you can fry those, it. and you can grill it, and it it'll be good. Tastes just, just the same to I, me. I don't like to clean catfish. Yeah, not on either. People you don't have get a much bad meat off misconception of them. Yeah. of them. Well, yeah, they're mostly head. But don't yeah. didn't you get stuck by one in the cat? Yeah. So time? if, if that's you're, the story I was yeah, talking about. Yeah. So if you're <laughs> if you're fishing down here on the coast, the catfish are not the same as in the rivers. 
Um, they've got really sharp barbs on their pectoral fins or whatever they're yeah, in their top. Even, yeah, yeah, even the dorsal. Well, the, those aren't the bad ones though. So the side ones are the ones that are really sharp. They're barbed. I've and been stung. So I got one that went two and a half inches in my calf. Yep. And then I had to rip it out to get it out. Yeah. Yeah, the fish was stuck. So I spent two months having a doctor clean it every three oh. weeks with a a Q tip. Mm. They, they put packing in there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was did nasty. Get infected too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had to cut the hole out, and then they had to go in and clean it with the so Q tip every, every two days. Uh, yeah. almost, almost like a, a stingray got you or something yeah. there, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was it was yeah. terrible. And that Don't thing, get stuck by a catfish. No. it's not fun. Yeah, just stay away from. Them. We had a, a a guy that I worked with, and I was a, a kid, like thirteen years old, and and I, I'm I don't wade fish anymore. Um, we were way fishing. My my grandpa and my uncle and this guy Ken were way fishing, and you know there's a certain way that you grab a catfish to to not get stuck by them. So it's kind of like dorsal yeah. fin goes between your index and middle finger, and then you know pectoral between your thumb, and, and it's just so you can hold them so you can get the hook out. Yeah. Well, Ken went to grab it, and it hit him in the hand. So just just below the ring finger and and on the thumb. And within like five minutes, his hand started swelling. He couldn't get his ring off and had to go to the hospital. Oh, yeah. And they oh, yeah. actually had to like, I don't know if they used bolt cutters or what. I wasn't there, but they yeah. had to clip yeah. his ring off. His oh, whole yeah. hand was cut his, up It would have like, yeah. killed his finger. He yeah, would have lost his finger. Yeah, yeah it's nasty. Yeah. Yeah, I got stung by one. My daughter, we were catching these little tiny catfish, like six inches long and uh, years ago. And I went to, you know, did that method, mm-hmm. but I'd put the dorsal fin out. Gotcha. And then I'd go from the belly. Gotcha. But when they're that small, that that son of a gun's fin went right in my knuckle of one of my fingers. And it went in, and I looked at my brother. I mean, it just went in like a hot knife through butter. Just all the way to the bone. And I was, I looked It doesn't at my come out that easy. No, no, no. no. I, I'm, <laughs> holding, I'm holding it up yeah. like this, just trying to let it go. And I looked at my brother, I said, how do I get this out? He's like, I don't know, just pull it. So I'm, I'm grabbing it and I'm pulling it and I'm like, it's not coming out. I'm like, it's not coming out. And then I just, I mean, everything I had just yanked and it, yeah. it ripped out. And it was excruciating and that was a tiny little catfish. Thanks for joining us tonight for this episode of Hardwood Boys Podcast. Don't forget to like our Facebook page. Also, you can get in touch with us at hwboys2020 at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check out our bonus footage um, where we continue the stories about uh, fishing tonight. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. And if you're climbing in a tree, remember, harness up. Thanks. Good night.